Praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus, hallelujah. Father, we want to say we thank you, God, for bringing us once again into your presence, because in your presence there is fullness of joy, and at your right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Holy Spirit, come down. Let your power come down. Let your glory come down. Let your wisdom come down. And let your name be glorified indeed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Carry me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, they go, they go, this. Carry me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, they go, they go, this. Carry me higher. Jehovah, carry me higher, higher, higher. Carry me higher. Jehovah, carry me higher, Your 
Let me wanna dance. 
in life. I'm confident I'm covered by the power of God's great love. My death is saved. There's nothing I can separate my heart from God's great love. Your love never fails, it never gives up. He never runs out on me. Your love never fails, it never gives up. He never runs out on me. Your love never fails, it never gives up. He never runs out on me. Your love. Hallelujah. Let us start to worship the name of the Lord. Let us start to bless His holy name and give Him all of the glory, give Him all of the honor, give Him all of the adoration because we know that our God is the King of kings. We know that our God is the Lord of lords. We know that there is no one like Him. He is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the ending. He is the creator of all of creation. He is God. Oh, Father, we bless your holy name today. Oh, Father, we worship you today. Oh, Father, we glorify you today. Let your name be praised. Let your name be praised. Let your name be worshipped, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, it's all about you. It's only you who has been saving us this far. It's only you who has been helping us this far. Let your name be glorified, O oh God, in the highest. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Thank the Lord for your family. Thank the Lord for your life. Thank the Lord for where he has brought you from. Thank the Lord for where he is taking you to. Thank the Lord for his faithfulness in your life, for his power in your life. Thank the Lord that you've not heard any bad news today, that none of your family members are dead. It is another day that God has brought us through. It is another day that God has supplied for us all of our needs, all of our desires. Father, we just want to say we thank you. Father, we just want to say we thank you. Thank you we slept last night. Thank you we woke up this morning. Thank you that we can use our hands, we can use our heads, our body is functioning well. Ah, all glory be to your holy name, O God, in the highest, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let us ask God for mercy and forgiveness of sin. And say, Father, have mercy upon me. Father, continue to show me your mercy. Father, continue to show me your grace. Father, continue to show me that you are the only one that can bring me out of my mess. Oh, Father, have mercy upon me. Father, have mercy upon me. Let it be well with me, O God, in my life, O God. Father, write my name in the book of life. Do not blot my name away from the book of life. In the mighty name of Jesus, restore to me the joy of your salvation. In the name of Jesus. The devil shall not capture my spirit, man. In the mighty name of Jesus. Glory be to your holy name in the highest. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying.
Let us start to dismantle every power of darkness. Every power of darkness. Every power of darkness. We, you don't know that power of darkness. So maybe you, you, you even know this prayer point is for somebody here. You know yourself. That power of darkness. Dismantle it. Dismantle it. Dismantle it. Dismantle it. Wherever you are, dismantle it. But in that area of your life, dismantle it. I dismantle you power of darkness that has been troubling me, that has been beating me down, that has been cooking me, that has been blinding me, that has been making me know not see the light, that has been making me not see hope. That has been making me down in the gutter. I dismantle you. I dismantle you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let us pray that every power assigned to disorganize my life, you are a liar. Die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Every power assigned to disorganize my life, God is a God of order. God is the God of principle. With order, the head can function as the head. The leg can function as the leg. Everything is working in sweet harmony and contentment. Father, every power I try to disorganize my life. Die, 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 die. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. I want you to command your hands today and say, my hand receive power to prosper in the name of Jesus. Speak into your hands. Put your hands in front of your face and say, my hands receive power to prosper. Receive power to prosper. Receive power to prosper. Receive power to prosper. Receive it. 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 Power to prosper. Power to prosper. Power to prosper. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. In Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Let us cry out to God and say, Daddy God, rearrange my circumstances to catapult my life, to catapult my life into higher levels, into greater levels, into prosperity. Father, rearrange my circumstances, rearrange everything, rearrange everything, rearrange everything. Whether you want to read, Arrange the government for my people, rearrange the government. Whether you want to arrange the spiritual, supernatural, heavenly places, the supernatural cost, supreme cost of earth, Father, rearrange, rearrange, to catapult my life, to catapult my life to higher levels, to greater levels, in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Every power reporting me to Covenant, you are a liar. Die in the name of Jesus. Every power reporting me to Covenant, you are a liar. Die, 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 die. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Every satanic bondage from evil dreams programmed into my destiny. Ta-ta! In the name of Jesus, every satanic bondage 
from evil dreams, program into my destiny, program into my subconscious, program into my psyche, program deep into my way, my worldview, my paradigm. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. You know your psyche can make you sick sometimes. Every sickness introduced into my life as a result of evil dreams. Die in the name of Jesus. Every sickness introduced into my life as a result of evil dreams. Every sickness introduced into my life. Every sickness that is being propelled by my psychology. But my soulish man, I said, die, 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 die. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Every dream of failure in my past that, uh, that I had in the past and is still affecting me now, or dream of failure that wants to come in the future, that is still there, that is staying somewhere in my mind, in my psyche, in my subconscious. Die in the name of Jesus. Die, die, die. Every dream of failure in my past, in the future, or dream of failure that I'm still having now, regurgitating in my mind. I say, die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. I am not a failure. I am a success. In the mighty name of Jesus. Die, die, die. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Every witchcraft caterer pursuing me in my dreams to force feed me. I said, Die in the name of Jesus. Whatever is chasing you in your dream, every witchcraft caterer that is chasing you in your dream, they want to force feed you. They want to feed you by force. I said, Die in the name of Jesus. 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 And Jesus, mighty name, we are praying. For some of you, you are not yet satisfied because we are not praying the prayer point that will meet you at your point of need. So we will just pray that every satanic dream attached to my progress die in the name of Jesus. Every satanic dream attached to my progress die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Die in the name of Jesus. Every satanic dream attached to my progress and say die, 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 die. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. The Bible says whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is an, of an excellent report, fix your mind on these things. Think about these things. I want you to start to wash your soulish man right now. Start to clean up your soulish man. Whatever is there, whatever is not of an excellent report, whatever is downcasting, whatever is not of faith, the Bible says it is sin. Whatever is disbelief, whatever is dejection, whatever is...
is discouragement, whatever is evil, whatever is anxiety, whatever is depression, I say start to wash with the blood of Jesus. I clean up my soul, man. I clean up my soul, man. Some of you have gone to work because of all of the toxicity and drama at work. You don't know what your, your subconscious and conscious are taking. I clean it up. I clean you up. I clean, I clean up my soul, man. Clean you up with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Jesus, mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sister Anita, welcome in Jesus' name. Um, everyone isn't here yet, so um, I don't know. We'll send a text out. I'll send that uh, on WhatsApp. Sister Anita, any prayer points from you? You want us to join you to pray? All right. Passed over to you. You want to? Amen. Amen. Father, we pray for Sister Anita. Father, grant her strength, oh God. Grant her strength for the journey. Grant her strength for whatever she is going Personnel, all the medical professionals, the great 
Father God, God, even souls will be one to your kingdom. Even true from yesterday, at this period in time, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you, Lord. We cover high in the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's continue to pray for good weather. Amen. Good weather. We also the rain, the wind, the sunshine today. Father, we are asking for good weather, oh Baba. Lord God Jehovah. Many people have tested positive to COVID at this time. Father, Lord God, because the weather is mixed up, it's mixing up and it's coming with different things. Father, Lord God, we're asking for good weather. And we say, you the weather, you will impact us. You will bring positive things to us. We will not fall sick because of you. No flu, no COVID. You will come near us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, let the weather favor us. We reject any form of flood, we reject fire that we reject almighty God, any tornado, any hurricane, any earthquake, we reject it in the name of Jesus. No natural disaster will come near us to our journey. In the name of Jesus, we surround our homes and our children with the fire of by your Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Thank you for answering our prayers. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Let's remember the coming uh, uh, Festival of Life in this month of October, Festival mm -hmm. of Life, and uh, uh, the Workers' Rally and all the ceremonies that take place in this month of October. Mm. You know, the uh, national ceremonies. Mm. Let's just remember, and especially also this week. Uh, tomorrow, we have Holy Communion. And then on Friday we have Holy Ghost service. So mm. let's let's remember all these services and let's hand them over to God. Father, we present Almighty God all the programs, all the ceremonies, oh Lord, that we shall be engaging in in, in this month of October. Lord, tomorrow is Holy Communion, Almighty God. Friday is the Holy Ghost service, oh Lord. And Saturday, Almighty God, in this time of change, Father, we are thanking you for giving us opportunity to dine at your table, to eat from your hand, Almighty God. Lord, for each and every one of us, especially those of us who will be involved, Almighty God, we ask, Almighty God, for your anointing, O God, your grace, your power, your capacity for us to engage and Lord, to give blessings from you, O God. So you see, Praise. So we did help in this time of need, in the name of Jesus. We bring your soul in us, and they carry to you, God. His wife and all his lieutenant that are surrounding him. Especially at this time, Almighty oh God, of Holy Ghost service, Holy Communion, and even the Festival of Life on October 21, the Workers' Rally on October 18, and Lord, all the all down. Ceremony, Almighty God. Father, we ask them over to you. In you of the month, oh God, that Lord you will be glorified. That Jesus will be glorified. That Jesus will be honored. Father, we are thanking you for Johnny Mercy, for the general of Garcia to come to his wife and his lieutenant, oh God. We are thanking you, Almighty God. That Lord, that you will use it mightily, Almighty God. So we use him on all these missionary journeys that he is embarking on, Almighty God. Lord God, Jehovah, anointing to impact us.
Father, connect our people, our hearing to the wavelength of heaven. Connect our eyesight to the seeing of heaven, O God. In the name of Jesus, we want to see Jesus and Jesus alone. We want to see into the spiritual. We want to hear the voice of angels. We want to hear the voice of saints. We want to hear the voice of our Father in heaven. Lord God, Holy Spirit, we want to hear your small voice. Please come, come and speak to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, speak of yourself and be glorified forever. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, Good evening, Good evening, Good evening, Good day. How are you? How are you? Doing fantastic. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, they hear you. Good morning, time. Over. Come Amen. I'm supposed to about what the Lord has done for us. Have you got any more? Praise the Lord. Yeah, I just want to thank God for everything. Yeah. yeah. It's always there for me, you know. <laughs> uh, since uh, six morning, I've uh, since yesterday, my girl has cold, you know. Coffee mm. in my chest, just getting me throat. Mm. But thank God, God is mm. in control. Mm. In Jesus' name. Um, Sister Yinka, have you got anything to testify about? Any dreams? Any word of encouragement? Or even prophecy. I want to thank God for today, for making us to be among the living. Yes, so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, all right. Praise the Lord. All right. Today, what about you? Anything you want to testify about? I thank God for covering, covering us with the for my life. Mm -hmm. Last week I had the flu bow and said thank you God that I'm not the I'm feeling I look as if I helped me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Uh me, I want to thank God also for every single day how he has been helping me and blessing me. Um uh, one word of encouragement that I had um during the week was that um Somebody said something and they asked the question, and I hope that this will encourage or bless someone out there. They asked the question that, do you think that God has a plan B? And it just got me thinking, ah, that God, he doesn't even need a plan B. Mm -hmm. So whatever you are going through in your life, it's not a surprise to God. Mm -hmm. God, with all of the harassment that the devil may be showing us sometimes. God doesn't have a plan B. The plan A will succeed. Original plan will succeed. Mm -hmm. So that just encouraged me. 
and I hope we can encourage somebody else to suffer. Those of us who may be feeling like, oh, mistakes were made and now we can never recover certain blessings anymore. It is not in God's plan for you. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Pastor, any testimony? Ah, praise the Lord. Oh. Hallelujah. Oh, I want to give God all the glory and honor. Yes. Um. Thank God for taking me out on Monday. Mm -hmm. I went to Grace, to many places. In fact, I entered the house almost 8 o'clock mm -hmm. since morning I left. Mm -hmm. I thank God that, um, you know, God is, um, is connecting me to the right people. Yes, so I give God all the glory. Hallelujah. I want to thank God for the past how many days that I've been joining. Uh, uh, I don't know, from Mountain of Fire, 70 days fasting to another program of fasting. This time, mm -hmm. very serious fasting. Uh, thank God for the grace to be able to, to fast mm -hmm. for 25 hours. Mm -hmm. Thank God for it's called Yom Kippur. Yeah. Today is Yom Kippur. Yeah. So we started yesterday from sundown to sundown. Yeah. So that's from 6 p.m. yesterday mm -hmm. to 6:30 p.m. today. Yeah. And thank God, you know, Yom Kippur is basically called the is the holy day of atonement. Yeah where you know uh, the jews in the bible they would really humble themselves in fasting and in prayer mm. that uh, they used to ask god to forgive them all the sins mm. that they have committed in the past and uh, god should just give them grace and remember them for good so it's, it's been a good experience to join so many synagogues online mm. celebrating the yom kippur Mm. And uh, uh, I thank God for, you know, it, it's like I was saying in church on Sunday that many of the prophets are saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. God is bringing back all these priests into the Messianic Jewish church. Mm. You know, even into the church, his, his church is bringing it back. And everything is aligned to the timetable of the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. So Yom Kippur is there has always been there in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And uh, with all the Bible readings today, I see that, you know, the book of uh, Leviticus, the book of Hebrews, mm -hmm. talking about the great high priest, you know, what Falabi was teaching us about the law and the grace, you know, mm -hmm. all of it is all pointing towards, you know, the day of atonement. Mm -hmm. So when we purge, and God said we should purge ourselves. So when we purge ourselves, we can, you know, put, Pour more blessing into yeah, us. Yeah. So I give God the glory standing for peace and love and and our families. Yeah. You know, prayers have been going on and on, and I know that it is well. Yeah. So sometimes I will say, Oh, I will cost somebody for prayer. But the prayer runs so well into, into the middle of the night sometimes that by the time I'm waking up in the morning, I've not even slept well. But uh, I thank God for the grace of God yeah. to. To really, you know, engage in all these things, you know, morning and night, yeah. you know, as a watchman and as a gatekeeper. So I, I, I give God all the praise and all the glory. Yeah. I thank God for joining messages from Amir Smith to Leicester, even though I was a bit, you know, worried. 
Uh, she had, this time on Monday, she has not arrived to Leicester. They arrived quite late. They left quite late, mm. you know, but uh, she didn't even tell me they were leaving late. But on Sunday, I was a bit undecided whether she shouldn't go or she should take the train the next time. She said, oh, I'm going to get with you. I said, okay, don't worry, go. The grace of God will cover you. I'll mm. be praying. So when I called her about 9.30, she said they were just they were just uh, coming out of the car to enter the house. So I said, thank God. No wonder that was the reason why, you know, God was giving me one kind of, you know, uh, God's feeling. So I, I, I thank God for that. I thank God for the weather. The weather today, I, I, it was rainy, it was sunshine, it was windy, serious yeah. windy. I give God the glory and all the praise for good weather in Jesus' name. Uh, I want to testify on behalf of Daddy. I don't know if he's, if he's here now or he will join us later. Uh, Daddy was doing some renovation in the, in the house in Lagos. The workman, so the workmen, they were working in the kitchen, fixing new cabinets. So they put a whole wardrobe by the door, just to put the, the, the plank by the door. And Daddy was on camera showing me, so look at what they are doing now. Is it okay like this? Do you want it to be changed? By the time we, me and him just finished talking, he, he, he told me like five minutes later, he was really in shock because he said he had scarcely come away from that place. The wind just blew that that long uh, Paco plank Chai. on him huh. and he landed just at the back of his leg. Chai. That if that thing has hit his head, huh. there's no way he would have survived. Huh. Or maybe he will be running to hospital. God forbid. God forbid. Mm. That mm. they will just say, ah, this person died in his own house. You know, all mm. the workmen, they will run away because they don't want anybody mm. to hold them responsible. Mm. So I, I give God the glory for abating uh, house, household, household uh, accidents inside the house. I just thank God uh, for safety for security, for the blood of Jesus, for God holding us so that uh, we will not hear any evil or bad negative news in the mighty name of Jesus. So I give God all the praise so in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So my testimony is always plenty. I thank God for my mom. She went to Lagos today for checkup in the hospital. Mm -hmm. And I believe that she would have reached her house now because I spoke to her around two when she went to my sister's at my sister's house in uh, Banana Island. So I thank God for joining Mercies mm -hmm. to Lagos mm -hmm. from Jebu and back to Jebu in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. I, I, I thank God that she will be back and I believe God that she will back to her home mm -hmm. in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining message for all those who are traveling or who have traveled in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, we cover all of this with the blood of Jesus that was shed.
by your grace, Almighty God, that it is well with us in Jesus' name. Amen. We will come back with much more to testify about. Yes. And uh, Father, uh, the devil has lost in our lives. Yes. Sir. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I hope everybody has been enjoying this class on spirituality that we've been doing. Um, spirituality is one of those things like walking, right? By the time you know how to do it, you don't even think about the technicalities about how to even walk because you've already been doing it for so long. And that is the level that we're trying to reach. Um, trying to be a teacher, you know, Sometimes it's a gift mm. because to be able to teach some, because some people who already know how to engage in spirituality properly, right? Without even the teaching, they don't know how to teach. They don't know how to tell you to get to where you should go to, right? So we'll be breaking this thing down step by step and saying it, um, and then we'll see how we'll flow into the whole thing. God will help us as we continue to, you know, uh, rightly divide the word of truth in Jesus' name. Amen. So, especially in these end times, as we've said in the past, spirituality is essential. Mm. Spirituality, spirituality, all the signs are pointing because you will think that, oh, we are in a modern era and nobody believes in spirituality anymore no, the number of witches are increasing yes the number of people experiencing exorcism mm -hmm. are increasing people are dabbling mm -hmm. people are hungry people's soul are looking for something more mm -hmm. that you'll be surprised the number of quote and unquote normal people mm -hmm. people who i think are normal and they are talking to me about science because you know me, I like, I'm trying to look for all of these healthy foods to eat and all of that, right? And when I'm on the internet trying to look for healthy food to eat, they'll be telling me on one hand all of the science. Oh, here's the science behind why you should eat this healthy food, healthy food, healthy food. Out of left field, they will just change gear and say, well, because when me, I found out when I ate this food like this, it helped align my chakra. I was like, eh? Yeah. All the way from science to, to, Buddhism, to chakra. Buddhism or Hinduism. And there are white people saying all these things. Huge. So these are the things that are creeping on. Spirituality is there. We have to make sure that we don't do spirituality for the wrong kingdom. Mm -hmm. Don't do spirituality for the wrong realm. Any realm that is not the realm of Jesus is the wrong spirituality. God will help us all in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's why I feel bad for those pastors, those cessationalists who believe that spiritual giftings have ceased mm -hmm. because spiritual activities are increasing. So I don't know how they will help themselves. When these kind of pastors come to a church and they see people shaking and they see so a pastor praying to cast out demons from people, they start to ask questions. Like, and there is mm -mm. The Bible says these, these signs shall follow those that believe. believe. In my name, they shall cast out demons. demons. Mm -hmm. And when they pick up a, ser um, a serpent, 
and it bites them, it will not have any harm on them. Praise the Lord. We, I mean, we have had the debate, at least. Um, if, um, even if you do not subscribe to which is very important, right? Um, you can understand the scope. Somebody say, understand the scope. Understand the scope. When you're doing project management, all right, you do scope in it in order for you, because what is a scope? A scope is this unique identifier or spirit. So when we say, for example, the spirit of the age, right? You get the scope. Scope is like a plot of land. How far does that map go? All right, that is what a scope. Does anybody have any other additional definition of what a scope might mean? Sister Anita, any idea what a scope means? Or Sister Yinka, any idea what a scope means? Did they, what of you, what does a scope mean to you? Like when you hear the word scope? Uh, a, a story, for example. Story? Something that's contained. A story, a something is, that is contained, yes, ma'am? scope is like, um, and it's either, I think that's like an opportunity, opportunity. a platform, mm -hmm. a cap the capacity, mm -hmm. The, capacity, yeah. Yeah, capacity for you to to mm. to assess that. To assess things. To assess things. Is yeah. For example, you see our house here. The plot of land mm -hmm. is a scope. But when we talk of scope, we are not just we are talking about it from a conceptual perspective mm -hmm. because there are some concepts you need to understand their scopes or their proper scopes in order for you to understand their limitations, how far is too far. For example, what is the scope of science? The scope of science is to deal with the natural world only. Science does not do, do deal with the aesthetic world, what makes things beautiful. Science does not deal with the moral world, what makes things right or wrong, like really morally right or wrong, okay? Uh, that is what science, and science cannot tell you if science itself is right. Science already pre-assumes some things about itself. It cannot prove because if science has to prove itself, we call that a circular reasoning, okay, which is wrong, which science doesn't adhere to. So that, that is what scope is. You can get the scope of music, of art, all right? So when we understand the scope of Rema and Logos, we are able to understand it properly. For example, if I ask you the age-old gender debate out there, who is, who is better, men or women? Are men better than women or are women better than men? We've had this debate going on for a long time. Some people say, ah, it's a very tricky question. But when you understand scope, all right, even if some of you do not have time to think about this debate uh, question, 
you do understand that it is something that has been boggling the consciousness of humanity since ancient times, all right? Mm. How be it we have come with the understanding of conceptual scope, say conceptual scope, so that we do not fall into category error. Now, can somebody go on the internet and look for the definition, or does anybody know it? What is a category error or mistake? Search, search online, okay. category error. Anybody know? Is it category? Yeah, ca category error. Sister Anita, do you have any idea what it means? The category mistake. Yeah. Or error. Mm -hmm. Or categorical mistake. Mm -hmm. Or mistake of category. Mm -hmm. Is a is a semantic mm -hmm. or ontological error. Mm -hmm. In which things belonging to a particular category mm -hmm. are presented as if they they belong to the same category or to the initial category. Can you, can anybody give me an example? Category mistakes are sentences such as mm -hmm. the number two is blue. Mm. The theory of rel relativity is eating breakfast mm -hmm. or green skies. <laughs> but we all get the picture. Eating breakfast. Yeah. So, so you. What does that mean? Is that an error? But people do say. Yeah, it is when you say, for example... Okay, green ideas sleep furiously. Yeah. Such sentences are striking in that they are highly odd mm -hmm. or infelicitous. Yeah. And moreover, mm -hmm. infelicitous in a distinctive sort of way. Yeah. So, for example, if you say number two is very angry, well, you are confusing categories because you don't understand the conceptual scope. Two is not a person. Two cannot get angry, all right? So the way we are bringing this up is that when we start asking the question, okay, Somebody right? else has said something, right? Mm -hmm. Right, as we described the category mistake mm -hmm. as a particular type of logical error. Mm -hmm that had no special connection mm. to any specific philosophical problem. Yeah, yeah. So now maybe we should ask the question another way, all right? In, in order to open our understanding to see conceptual scope very clearly. If I ask a debate question, which is more important, mathematics or music, all right? Now you can see that Mathematics and music do not interfere with each other in order to frustrate each other. Now, someone go online and search for the word mutually exclusive. Or can anybody tell us what it means? Mutually exclusive. Do they, do they, do you know what that word means? Mutually exclusive. Uh, something that. 
something that cannot coexist. Two different things. Mutually exclusive yeah. is a statistical term mm -hmm. describing two or more events mm -hmm. that cannot happen simultaneously. Uh -huh. That cannot coexist, cannot happen simultaneously. So when you so now that was mutually exclusive refers to when two concepts cannot occur at the same time or together. For example, war and peace. War and cannot peace. Cannot coexist at the same time. Cannot coexist. You cannot be a married bachelor, bachelor. in Corsicans. Yeah. So this means that the above debate questions, all right, asked about, um, I may ask above, uh, nothing but a thief's demand. A thief's demand. Now, what does a thief demand from you? Your money or your life? All right? Isn't it? Now, that is a false dilemma that is being imposed on you because there is no mutually um, mutual exclusivity in them. All right? You can have, I mean, that is to say that you can have both your money and your life. You can have you you can have them coexisting mutually inclusive. You can have both men and women inclusive in the um, when it comes to which is more important or which is better. Both are equally inclusive. They don't have to exclude themselves. In under the dimension of betterment. Mathematics and music do not mutually exclude themselves, all right? So my main point in bringing all of this up is to tell us that logos and rema do not have to mutually exclude themselves in terms of importance, mm -hmm. all right? Logos and Rema do not what, have to mutually exclude themselves in terms of importance, all right? But when we start understanding the conceptual scope of what Logos does and what Rema does, then we'll be able to plug them in and we understand their limitation scope. All right, because every scope has its own limitation, all right? I mean, even God too has limitations, even though he is unlimited, all right? The, this is where we start to delve in deeper in this theological digging deeper class. Maybe on Sunday when the pastor is preaching and because we are the pastor, she may have to use some simple language and simple preaching to reach us where we are but now we are here in theological digging deeper class so we have to really know and understand what we are saying now what are some of the ways that god is unlimited yes sister anita say god is unlimited. yeah some of some of the ways that god is unlimited is love Yes, he, his love is God, infinite love. Yes, mm -hmm. sister. Yeah, his mercy. Yeah. His mercy. Is his mercy infinite? No. God's 
Mercy isn't infinite, but it is great. Anything else? Uh, is omnipotence? Yeah. Yeah, omnipotence. Yeah. And one last one. I'll give us one last omnipresent. one. And he's omnipresent. He is present everywhere. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Now, give us some of the things that God is limited in. That is, God cannot do these things. Sister Yinka, any idea? Sin. Sin. God cannot sin. Yes? Anyone else? Did they, anything else apart from sin you can think of? God cannot deny himself. God cannot stop himself from existing. Because God is self-existing. How can something self-existing now stop existing? Um, existing? He cannot do that. So there are some things that we as Christians, so when I'm speaking like this, I don't want you to go, oh, that doesn't make sense. We are in theological digging deeper class. Just because we can say on the outside to the simple folks that are out there, God is on limited and we can go yes and praise him i want you to get that conceptual scope to also know that well in the background of your mind well there are some things that god is limited doing there are things that you do that god cannot do all right for example sin and praise the lord we see that this works. It's not simple. God is not a simple God. He is complex in his triunity. Now, we know that Logos helps us communicate and concern among ourselves, right? So that the, so that the Ecclesiastes will not have any chaos or confusion. Ecclesia, um, Ecclesia is just a big word for saying so that the church mm -hmm. will not have any chaos or confusion. If someone comes to you with a rema without a logos, such as somebody saying to you that, ah, God said to me that you should give me 1,000 pounds or the, um, I mean, the church could fall into spiritual tie a spiritual tie running mm -hmm. we don't want that at all so i was testing out something that i wanted to show us and i'm sure that we've seen it in the past but i just want us to be able to play it and have some people tell, tell me what they think about it Daisy. let me share this Dollars are of five hundred dollars. And I dollars I have just thousand dollars. Dollars are of five hundred dollars. And I dollars I have just run. 
and say I want to honor this man I just want to honor him you can do thousands this is a pastor giving Rema without logos alright now I'm not saying that Rema is bad I'm not if, if it stands on its own I'm not saying that logos is bad if it stands on its own but here's just an example of the kind of chaos that can come into the ecclesia. We've all seen this, we've all heard stories and news of this, but just to remind us one more time of the kind of chaos that can come into the church if Rema comes without a logos. Of 500. Who is coming? Why never? Who is coming? Why never? A thousand. Which is equivalent to 5,000 Ghana cities. It's verse 500 is equivalent to 2,500. You can do it. Just rush. Just come forward. And I want to pray with you. And I want to ask for the blessings of God for your life. Who is coming? Who is coming? Who is coming? My neighbor. Are you afraid? Who happy just now? If you are here, just raise your hands. Raise your hands. And call for Amma Casino. They are also giving a part of it. You can also play a part in the lesser ones. Okay, let's come down. Is there anybody who can do two thousand Ghana cities? Up for Ghana cities? If you have it here, you can come to church on Sunday and honor your father in the Lord. Just let him bless you. Who is coming? Where the money man in your face? Do it, do it, and do it nice. So Who is coming? 2,000 Ghana cities. Who is coming? 1,000 Ghana. Thousand. Do it with joy. Is there anybody who can honor him? 1,000 Ghana cities. I thought they they stop it already. They are still doing it. Oh my goodness! You see the kind of chaos that can come into church when we it's have very, very without logos. That one is this one is more right now. <laughs> I think this one. You think God didn't send him? Uh -uh. <laughs> He's just looking for money. Praise the Lord. He's just looking for money. Yeah. But look, it's not just in Africa only. We have people that are in the USA too that do this kind of things. I mean, we've seen it on TV where they said the Lord said you have to give to a church. Uh, there was even news of one pastor. Let me. Show show you the news of one pastor that even um, insulted his church and the pastor had to come back after the backlash in the USA. Just a moment. Let me share it. Pastor Carlton Funderburk of Church at the Well Kansas City was caught on video calling his congregation poor, broke, busted, and disgusted after they still hadn't bought him an expensive Movado watch. He asked for a year ago while reportedly delivering a sermon about taking care of God's shepherd. 
See, that's how I know you're still poor, broke, busted, and disgusted because of how you've been honoring me. I'm not worth your McDonald's money. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. I ain't worth your St. John Nick. Y'all can't afford it no how. I ain't worth y'all Louis Vuitton. I ain't worth your Prada. I'm not worth your Gucci. You can buy a Movado watch in Sam's. And y'all know I asked for one last year. Here it is the whole way in August. I still ain't got it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. I don't want to hear no more excuses about what y'all can't afford. You can't afford it because you don't see the value here. Y'all hear from y'all pastor and father, I'm over y'all. I'm over your cheap expressions. Funderburk has since released an apology video, saying the video clip does not reflect my heart or my sentiment toward God's people, yet that's not discernible in the clip. Good evening. My name is Carlton Funderburk. I'm the senior pastor of Church of the Well right here in Kansas City, Missouri. I want to take this moment to address the now viral video clip of me from a sermon given August the 7th, 2022. Though there is context behind the content of the clip, no context will suffice to explain the hurt and anguish caused by my words. I've spoken to those I am accountable to and have received their correction and instruction. I have also privately apologized to our church, who has extended their love and support to me. I'm privileged to do life with them. The video clip does not reflect my heart or my sentiments toward God's people. Uh, I don't think so. That doesn't even show any emotion. <laughs> we only did it because some people scolded it. Yeah. So, you see, this, this is the thing that is affecting our churches nowadays. All right? And we have to be careful when dealing with spirituality because a lot of what the pastor has told us, spirituality, rascality, can be happening in the church. Yeah. Now, when I, mean, when I do online evangelism and try to get people to come back to Jesus, what yeah, are the uh, that Go to do? your room. Uh, uh, sister, I need to... Okay. Uh, one... <laughs> One of the arguments that they use to reject God is very much equal to the argument that they use on how certain churches function in a foolish way. Mm. All right? So you see, ecclesiology, which sometimes me I refer to it as church politics, is very important. That is, you have to know, you see, the the pastor of this church, all right, is an authority figure and we respect her for her, for her uh, anointing and how she pays the price every day in order to feed us, the sheep of Jesus. How be it when we start to understand the scope of her job and how it's not just, uh, how it's not just spirituality alone, okay, that she is involved with. You will start to respect her even all the more for the 
kind of role that she performs in this church when we start to break it down. The main aim of this church or of the pastor, one of our axiom job description in the church is to create more pastors, mm -hmm. to turn each and every one of us so that we can burst forth and go and spread out the word of God as much as possible. Now, apart from people intelligence, in knowing how to manage people, she also needs financial intelligence to manage money. Mm -hmm. And a very big one of them in our ecclesiology is social skills or intelligence. Mm -hmm. How do you empathize with people? When shall I speak? When shall I keep quiet? How far should I speak? What is the Holy Spirit saying right now? Now, she's not asking for pity, but, she, but she's appreciative of our understanding that, of our, of our understanding and the privilege, okay, that she has right now to be our pastor. She loves her spiritual job. She makes it look easy, and it should be easy because just because it looks like I'm breaking down her role like this, that uh, each and every one of us as parents in our homes, the things that we individually do are complex, all right? Mm -hmm. We're broken down, uh, but we all make it look easy. This is how we can appreciate each other. Now, in the future, I'm going to teach us on social intelligence in conjunction with psychology, because knowing your inner biases and psychological forces with all its unique conceptual scopes and limitations mm -hmm. will help you flow socially in a smart and intelligent manner. So Rama has its limitations and Logos has its limitations. Mm -hmm. How many of you know of some pastors when they receive a Rama from the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. they make a further additional prayer and say, Holy Spirit, confirm this to me in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Show me where it is in the Bible in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. And because the Holy Spirit will not tell you anything that is not confirmed in the Bible, you are safe. Is, is there anything in the Bible that the Holy Spirit cannot confirm to you mm -hmm. about? Nothing. Well, I subscribe to a concept that is called a theological concept called sufficiency of scripture. Mm -hmm. Say it, sufficiency, sufficiency of, of, scripture. of scripture. But the debate among Christians regarding sufficiency of scriptures is if we Christians should look for sincere confirmation of scripture from places that are outside of scripture. Mm -hmm. So there are some Christians who subscribe to the sufficiency of scripture who say you shouldn't go anywhere else to go and look for a sincere confirmation from anywhere else. What do you think of that? If you subscribe to the sufficiency of scripture, should you go outside and look for a confirmation and for some of us, we may say, yes, we should go outside. Mm -hmm. The people who say no will say, why is it that you cherry pick 
Mm -hmm. The ones that are outside, mm -hmm. you will look at a, in physics, you will say, I, I agree to the Big Bang theory that proves that, yes, the universe began to exist. Mm -hmm. but, there will, but, but then you will say, but I will not believe in, Dar in Darwinian evolution theory. All right? They will say so. So, what do you think of it? Are you pro going to confirm the Bible outside of the Bible? Or are you completely against it? All right? For example, the Bible is sufficient to convict our conscience that smoking is bad. Mm -hmm. When it tells us that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit and that we should keep our bodies clean, pure, and holy. Mm -hmm. But should we be confirming scriptures using science? The Bible can tell us that the universe has a beginning, but mm -hmm. should we be confirming in astronomy or with the Big Bang Theory? The Bible can tell us, uh, I mean, the Bible can tell us that telling lies is bad, but should, should we be confirming that in psychology or sociology or in history? If you answer yes to that, you know what the people will say that don't agree to that. They say just accept the Bible for what the Bible says. The Bible is sufficient all by itself. Why believe the Big Bang Theory, they will say, but, should, but not choose Darwinian evolution theory? Does this mean that if science proved that smoking was good, that we would take it? Why are there some Christians who are anti-vaccine, anti-IVF, anti-test tube babies? Or, I mean, I mean, are they even, I mean, are they not anti-science? Now, the reason I bring this, this complicated topic, okay, is to show us that the debate that is happening among those who believe in the sufficiency of scripture, mm -hmm. just because we subscribe to Logos, and we believe that the Bible is necessarily sufficient in all possible realities, does that make us fake Christians mm -hmm. if we try to if, if we try getting sincere confirmations from elsewhere? Mm -hmm. And the key word is sincere, not like you're trying to put God to the test. Mm -hmm. I believe, okay, it is all right to go and find sincere confirmations of the Bible outside of the Bible, but, but there is that debate that is out there. Mm -hmm. So probably to end this, maybe it would be a good talk for us. Um, what do you think? You think, um, before we even talk of it, I will just say, say this. So now that you understand this, we are in the future, we are going to talk about prophecy, okay? And how prophets dissect the Bible. Remember I spoke about prophets using Rema and Logos when it comes to spirituality. We are already getting some clues now, but in the future I'll be teaching us how to acquire Rema, okay? Now, some of us already do it instinctively, mm -hmm. but being a teacher, okay, and breaking it down is a skill so that you'll be able to say, oh, so that's why I do what I do, okay?
just to reconfirm it to us. And for some of us who may be doing some Rema rascalities, okay, we'll be able to say, hey, 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 don't go too far, don't go this far, all right? There was um, a woman who went to a church. Every time the pastor would be preaching, she would be shouting out, oh, yes, thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes. And she would be disturbing the whole church. The church wasn't even flowing. The message wasn't getting through. The pastor went to her and said, please, can you come and say, no, I cannot control myself. The spirit is on me. The, the man said, look, the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet. Yes. You can, the, the Holy Spirit doesn't push you. The Holy Spirit doesn't possess you like a demon. The demon, when they possess you, they'll be controlling you. Ah, I cannot stop this. Yeah. For you, the only reason why we see, if I, the, why we see some people who lose control sometimes in church, is not because they cannot control it, but it is coming from a different mentality. Mm -hmm. And the, it's not the me mentality of, oh, I cannot control myself. Remember, I told us in church, if, I, if you have a revelation today, you open your bank account and you see that I have given you one billion pounds. Amen. Oh, there, are, yeah, there are a few ways you can... I've seen people who have won the lottery. When they find out, some of them can't even breathe. Mm -hmm. Some of them will fall mm -hmm. to the ground, faint. Mm -hmm. So when you see people in church sometimes they are receiving a revelation that God has done something to them greater than a billion pounds. Greater than a billion pounds. Probably even greater than a trillion pounds. You're, oh God, yes, yes, God has saved me. He has removed it. He has broken the chains. Hallelujah. And that's the reaction that comes from it. And uh, But those ones who are, have a different spirit in them that they are disturbing church from flowing. Mm. From you can easily feel it. You, you can go to them and tell them, "No, stop it! I cast you out." <laughs> you know there was that pastor. I'm sure you've heard the news that says that the camera here. It's very expensive. That, uh, if you break it, you will pay for it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Mm -hmm. So let's throw out the question, original question that I asked about um, the complicated question between Rema and Logos, that there is this debate out there. Should you be looking for confirmation? Okay, we said the Bible is sufficient, right? Should you be looking for confirmation outside of the Bible? Sincere confirmation. Pastor, what are your thoughts on, uh, on this? I think this is, uh, is relative. Mm -hmm. uh, in a way, science can help you to confirm scripture. Yeah. Mathematics can help you confirm scripture. Yeah. Astronomy, I have to confirm scripture. Mm -hmm. Well, it depends on how you are using it. So you're saying by depend, it's a case by case. Well, depending if, on if, the person. For example, God said He created the heavens and the earth. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in the time past, the people thought the earth was flat. Mm. 
science helped them to now come to a conclusion that they have to drink. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and and then they now saw that from science, the earth has nothing holding it when mm. it rotates around the sun. I believe the sun yeah. rotates around the sun. Yeah. What is it? And yeah. And the the book of Job actually confirms. And it doesn't confirm it. it. So this mm. is what I'm saying. It, 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 it's not like you are going outside mm -hmm. to use some diabolical means, mm -hmm. but those outside sciences or knowledge mm -hmm. can help you understand more what the Bible is saying. Mm -hmm. So even though the scripture is is holistic yeah. and is sufficient, yeah. but sometimes our capacity to understand it mm -hmm. is very limited yeah. because we are kind of evidence-based Human beings. Yeah. We want the evidence. Yeah, I want to see proof. We want to prove. We want, we want to see it. We want you to evidence it. Mm. So I'm not going to look at uh, astronomy or, or because I need to study somebody's star. Yeah. But I'm looking at the stars to also understand the times and the seasons yeah. and stuff like that. You mm. know. So. Uh, and I'm not drawing strength from the sun, the moon, and the star. No, no. But I'm using them to also understand the scripture. Mm. You know, like mm. God said, there are seasons, there are times. Yeah. So we study the times and the seasons mm. to be able to understand what the Bible is saying to us. For example, yeah. today I talked about Yom Kippur. Yeah. I talked about, if you look at Yom Kippur today, because we are in the Jewish calendar, five five, eight, something, something, seven, eight, I think. Okay. So when you when the, some people are calculating it, it's helping us, Messianic Christians, mm -hmm. to understand the move of God at this time yeah. and to understand that the end time, yeah. the second coming of Jesus is just by Jesus. Yeah. And that everything in creation now is working you know, in line with what Bible is saying mm. about the end times. Mm. Mm. So we can we can use other things to understand scripture, mm -hmm. but we cannot take scripture to do diabolical things. Yeah. For example, D. H. Lawrence, who wrote the seven book of Moses, mm -hmm. the so-called seven books of Moses, mm. he didn't draw it from the from the Bible. He drew it from a spiritism angle. Okay. Okay, mm. so I believe he, he, he used all these things for for diabolical means mm. because there's no seven books of Moses. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 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 Moses five. wrote five. Yeah, but yeah. he says he has the six and seven books. Yeah. No and many people are using that mm. to go into the kingdom of darkness. Yeah, true. There true. is some I, I know some people who actually ran much. Mm -hmm. died oh, whilst reading the seven books of Moses. Yeah. So, um, so um, the people who are, are anti-confirming the sufficiency of scriptures outside of the Bible, mm -hmm. they will say, "Why do you cherry pick?" Okay, why? Why is it that you will say, "All right, I, I, I will check. I'll check in." Um, what is it? In science, science told me that smoking is bad. Mm -hmm. But science also says some other things that I don't agree with. So the way I see it is like, I don't see anything wrong in cherry picking. Mm -hmm. Because 
we are not saying that science is perfect. Mm -hmm. We are saying the Bible is perfect, mm -hmm. but that the, the, imp, the, imp, the imperfect mm -hmm. has to be subservient to the perfect. Mm -hmm. That is so the science can come and then come to the Bible and confirm it, you know, and say, here, here are the truths that are here. Some um, secular people do not understand this. Mm -hmm. They will say, well, the Muslim too can do, can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. All right. They can see that uh, they said that, for example, one of the miracles of Islam is that um, the sun sets in a muddy pool, mm -hmm. something like that. And then they will say, I will not believe in science because the Quran said so. Do you know that Arabic and maths, that the Arabic people, ancient Arabic people in the Ottoman Empire, they, they were the one that almost invented the math that we have now. They invented the math that we have. I think math has been around since the Roman time, but modern day maths, mm. they built on on it up there, mm. but they were limited. They couldn't go any further. Why? Islam. Mm -hmm. they, because they were like, uh, 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 uh. this thing is contradicting the Quran. Therefore, I won't go any more than this. So they were just dis destroying maths. So they stopped the logical exploration of maths. Algebra, that's the one that they made. Mm. They built on it. Mm. But they couldn't go anymore. Because of that religion. Yeah. It pulled it. But then maths then went further with Christianity. Yes. So the atheists can say what they want and say, well, mm. the people of the world, but the one that will prove itself will stand true That's it. and will keep going on. And it's constant. And it's constant. Amen. Uh, Sister Anita, any contribution so far? Anything that dropped in your mind? Because we are breaking this one step at a time. Uh, not really. <laughs> mm. uh, Sister Yinka, anything? <laughs> No, all right so i mean we all see this these are the um we are we are going step by step you know into carrying extra oil doing that mm -hmm. spirituality stuff and uh knowing how to pay the price okay uh paying the price is uh miss noma because it's it's not really paying the price it's going to go it's going to draw from where the price has already been paid mm -hmm. all right so where so uh when the pastor is um, doing her own personal prayer and collecting more uh anointing she is not generating the uh anointing as if you're going to the gym to draw it she's 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 in the presence of god just to receive 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 not bring it out so um when we come to that in the future uh, we will show ourselves how quote and unquote paying the price it's not a hard thing don't shy away from it don't run from it 
God is the one doing all the work. Yeah. You know, the, the more you allow God, you, you think when the pastor prays and somebody gets healed, she's the one that did that. No. It's God doing all the work. So you will see that there's like an upside down nature to the kingdom of God, where the more you rest, the more God works. Mm -hmm. The more you flow in the Holy Spirit, okay? Let the Holy Spirit be the one to lead. The more things start to happen in your life and you start to exhibit the power of the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. all right? Flow in the Spirit to exhibit the power. Oh. It's so easy. The Bible likes to speak in in upside down kind, kind of way. Mm -hmm. For example, the Bible will say, labor to enter into the rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's almost like an upside down mm -hmm. mixing of words, you know. When you labor, mm -hmm. you don't rest. Mm -hmm. When you rest, you don't labor. Mm -hmm. But the Bible is using it in a, po in a poetic way. Mm -hmm. Okay, like strive to rest. That is saying rest very well. Rest so hard that uh, by the time you come out from that rest, you're like, mm, I slept well, mm, I rested well. Mm -hmm. But God is not telling us to come out from brutal. Mm -hmm. Rest forever mm -hmm. in His love, in His finished work. Amen. Can mm -hmm. I just quickly ask us to read Leviticus 17? Mm -hmm. You bring down your Bible quickly as we round up. Leviticus. 17, that we can go and study that. Please, I want everybody to open open your Bible quickly. And I uh, just want us to look at the story there. Leviticus 17. Yeah. And uh, oh, where am I looking? I was thinking that's not what I want to do. No, sorry, Leviticus 16. 16, sorry. Are we there? Yeah. Leviticus 16, yeah. So today is Yom Kippur. He's talking about the day of atonement. So basically, this is what happened today about the day of atonement. One thing that caught my eye you know, reading this Leviticus 16 is that it made me just wonder at how God may, you know, already wonders on our our uh, Holy Communion and Nazi and had made us to actually go through all this ritual of uh, the Passover, the anointing our doorpost and everything. So let's just read two verses there. I said, the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of his two sons, after the, the, the sons of Aaron, when they offered the profane fire before the Lord and died. 
And the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, your brother, not to come at just any time. Can you see the condition? Don't just come at any time you like. You just want to come into my presence. Office. Like, uh, like you, it's your office, you enter. He said, don't come oh, into the only place inside the veil before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, lest he die. For I will appear in the cloud above the mercy seat. Now, what God is saying is that don't just come anyhow. You, there needs to be some level of respect. There needs to be some level of, you know, uh, rules about coming into the presence of God. If not, he will die. And he will appear before the mercy seat. So yes, there needs to be that preparation. Preparation. And then the preparation is in verse 3. It says, Aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a, as a sin offering and a ram as a burnt offering. So there are two kinds of offering now. The first one is the sin offering. The second is the burnt offering. So this is the day of atonement. It's also, this is the season of retribution. What does that mean? Retribution means yeah. that God is going to pay back. In fact, my sister called me and told me how she had donated some money on GoFundMe for somebody when they were saying they should donate money for some people in Nigeria that were attacked in one church. And she gave money more than three or four months ago. What happened? She just suddenly receives an email. And on that 12 hours, they have already paid the, paid the money back into her account. And she's like, what? But before then, last night, she dreamt. She saw a pastor standing before her. And the pastor was saying, oh, you know, it's time to, to give you back what, uh, what belongs to you, something like that. And then the same day, in the morning, she received an email that you will be receiving that, 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 or it might take two to three to five days to process. Before afternoon, they paid the money back. She was like shaking. So is it, we are in a season of retribution now, uh, where I would say any man who knows how to do good, continue to do good. Any man who knows how to do bad, continue to do bad. There's no middle point. Just continue. You know, so this is the day of atonement. And then he's saying in verse 4 that Aaron shall put the holy linen tunic and the linen trousers on his body. He, he shall be gathered with the linen sash and with the linen turban, he shall be attired. So this is, I think this is where some of these white garments go there. Even uh, the Church of England, when they wear a dress and they have a, you know, a big sash. Yeah like there, and they wear this hat. Mm. So if you read it, I don't want to read everything because it's quite much. Mm. But this is the Old Testament. But when you now go to the book of uh, Hebrews chapter chapter 9, let's look at 9, verse 11. And then we round up. Hebrews chapter 9, 
you know, if you read it from chapter four, five, it's talking about the high priest. So Hebrews chapter nine, from in, in verse 11, he said, but Jesus Christ came as the high priest of the good things to come hmm. with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. Hmm. That is not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and cows, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once and for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works mm. to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the false covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. So if the blood of goats and ram was purifying and cleansing people in the Old Testament, how much more the blood of Jesus? So I just wanted to go home with this. It's really deep. If you, even if you read it from you know, Hebrews 4, I've been going through that, you know, uh, look, even if you go to Hebrews 7, it's talking about the work that Jesus, the King of Righteousness, our new priesthood, you know, you know, the priestly service. But in this um, chapter 9, really talks about the atonement that we don't need bull and ram or goats to slaughter Jesus Christ already paid it in his flesh and in the sacrifice and by stealing his blood and offering it Amen. as a perfect sacrifice for us. Let's hold them to what's more coming on. There's a lot of goodies coming our way. A lot of goodies. So much strengthened, so much encouraged, and I know that by the truth, we are going higher. Amen. Amen. Should we share the grace? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the 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 Good night, everyone. Good night. Have a good sleep. God bless you. Wonderful. Bye. Bye.